the mirror is flickering between two images. One is a gray furred tabaxi with a white patch on their face, sitting in a holding cell <gasps> with manacles on and a Justicar standing nearby asking them questions. Oh no. And the other image that it flicks to is the mask by itself, mm -hmm. surrounded by just darkness. As Safior looks into this mirror, there are black tears pouring out of their eyes. The mirror cracks in two <gasps> and they drop it onto what? the table and are thrown back in their chair. And now we continue. We would hear, from we would hear that, hall? right? Uh, you wouldn't hear that because the room is sealed. Okay. Right. The mirror image is split diagonally across it. One half of the mirror shows swift rain. The other half shows that mask and it is glaring angrily directly out of the mirror towards the three of you. Then the mirror shakes and the mm -hmm. image returns back to just reflecting the room. Interesting. And Safior pulls back their hood and begins wiping these black tears out of their eyes. Mm. And Gregory looks stunned, confused. Safior, are, are you okay? I, I just need, I just need a moment. You don't feel injured or anything. I, I have some healing abilities. I, I've just taken. Uh, it feels like I've just. It feels like I was drinking for a week. Oh, my head. Uh, meta game. They just took a bunch of psychic damage. Like mm. someone screamed psychically in their head. It seems like that mask has um a will of its own. It seems. I. I don't think Swift Rain is in possession of that mask. It seems to be very intimately linked to him, though, to, to have such an effect. Yes. I'm not sure what that means exactly. For what it's worth, I mean, when I first encountered Swift Rain, I suppose, they were arguing with someone... I couldn't see who, and I, I tried to detect invisible things, and I, I came up empty. I'm thinking that maybe it's this mask. I mean, I've heard of, I've heard of objects, you know, containing uh, the essence of someone, the soul, the will. Hmm. It's very dark and powerful magic normally, though. Safior looks at you. Their eyes look bloodshot. I. You asked me to look for that tabaxi. You gave me a description. 
of who you think that that person was. If that mask is its own individual, those two are linked in some dark way. Hmm. I mean, you know, that piece of golem really... Clearly this is not a mistake. I think, Gregory, I think you... I think you have to take a trip down to the constabulary. This is quite powerful evidence, I suppose. Not the outcome I was hoping for, but we should uh, we should let the others in if you're feeling okay. You know, Meredith is a wonderful healer. I, I would I would appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, they're just like rubbing their forehead, their temples. Uh, yeah, I'll open the door. Yeah, Meredith is going to go immediately. Yeah, you you will you will um, see that like yeah. this person is not looking well. Yeah. She's like, what happened? And she goes over and like, um, I'm going to um, just like examine his forehead and like look into his eyes. Doesn't like his, his eyes are bloodshot. Um, one of them looks like a burst of blood vessel inside. Like it's actually like. Yeah. She's going to do that thing doctors do where they try and like see how focused they are. And she's like moves her finger backwards and forwards and uh, like gets him to follow it. Um, you probably haven't seen many Azamar's eyes and their eyes as well are very milky to start with. So it's a little different for you to look like understand. But you, you get the impression this person is not not in the best state. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to uh, pour some healing magic into this poor person. So she's going to cast Cure Wound second level. Okay. How much is that? Uh, 2d8 plus 3. Roll it. And 16. Okay, thank you. So simultaneously with this going, I'll, I'll look over to Potentia specifically and say, well, um, the good news is we... We located our tabaxi pretty definitively, I would say. Sounds like there's some bad news. Uh, yes, well, the bad news is, um, it turns out it is swift rain after all. She just sort of looks like, like she knew you were going to say that, mm-hmm. but didn't want to know that you were going to say that. Is that, yeah. do you know the facial expression I'm talking about? Yeah, cool. Um, <laughs> the do you remember that mask that they had? Yes, vividly. There's something very dark residing within that mask. I it it, it seems like it has a will of its own. When we scryed, the the two of them appeared, but separately and. Well, you can see the result. I actually, if I remember correctly, Potentia, you also felt those effects when you tried to message the tabaxi originally. I I think the source may actually be that mask. That doesn't sound great. So I guess the question is, is Swift Rain behind this or is the mask behind this? Is Swift Rain merely a conduit for something else? I mean, the first time we met them, they were arguing very fiercely with somebody. I think that mask has a lot more to do with what's going on than... The personalities of the two just don't seem to match up in my head. But who knows what kind of influence that mask has over them, you know? It's... Meredith, I can't... I can't even describe it to you. I've never felt anything in my life 
with such malice. It 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 just emanated from everywhere. The room was full of it. Ugh. I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to do any more scrying for you today. I I can perhaps I think you've done enough, friend. Um look, why don't you hold on to the the piece of golem here? Uh, I I'm I trust you're well equipped to seal this away if you feel the occasion to I mean like I said last I knew that that thing was buried under goodness knows how much rubble and snow and I mean it fell an awfully long way but you know you're you you deal in odd things and this seems to be connected to one of the most odd if you find occasion at some point to to scry on that as well and Gregory can let us know, I suppose. But I think you need some rest, and Gregory, like I say, I think you need to take a trip over to the constabulary because I think they need to know. I agree. Definitely. This is this is definitely evidence that's on the books. Well, I don't feel great about this outcome. Can I make a request? Um, there are some there's some research I want to do about a couple of things. Um, and she I, like she turns to look at Gregory. Would it be possible if, if I need to have another look at the hand at some point, if I leave it here, can I come back and look at it to work out some things? Is that all right? Or is it going to be shipped somewhere that, I'm, that we're not going to be able to have access to? No, I, I, I will, I'll keep it here. I'll keep it under, well, under my desk, basically. I, I'll keep an eye on it. Okay, it's just about making sure that I can, that if we if we need access to it, obviously, if it's being shipped off to somewhere else, that's a completely. I will I will let issue the people who work the front desk know that if you show up asking to be seen to my office, you'll be allowed to do so. Okay, thank you. Well, brother, I don't think this is quite the outcome you were looking for. I mean, it's just. You know this 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 tabaxi. He, you know, he creates knowledge for for a living. I mean, that's what he does. It just seems so strange to be caught up in all of this. Makes no sense. I suppose you want to believe the best in people, don't you? And um, well, from what you've told me, this, this organization goes by a number of different names. And you know if if they are about hoarding knowledge for themselves maybe someone would join looking for that knowledge or, or trying to gain access to that knowledge maybe they maybe they joined with good intentions but got swept up in things a lot of people join up with things not knowing fully what they're joining up to or get swept along regardless i mean i i where did this mask come from? You know, it, it's... Hmm. I, I mean, how how did they get hold of it? I think Even. we leave with more questions than answers, Harold. I don't know that we're going to find that answer today. Much as we may want to. But perhaps a little bit of reading and a bit of research. Based on what we know it can do by the sounds of things, we have at least somewhere to go. 
We know more than we did this morning, that's for sure. Yes, I wish I didn't, but yeah. Yeah. As you're, like, gathering your things and getting ready to leave, Safior says, if you come to me with the material for the spell legend lore and I'm recovered, I might be able to cast it to learn more about that mask. That is really good to know and so generous of you. Thank you. Well, I I don't want this thing out in the world either. Yeah. No. Well, thank you so much. I, I suppose I suppose we'll leave this all in your capable hands. Um Gregory, why don't you uh why don't you ask Garen about his relationship with our father? Could be quite interesting. Oh. Okay. Very cryptic of you, Harold. Sure. <laughs> and then I suppose we leave. Okay. As you walk out of the office of the Irregulars, there is a raven, and it is looking very pointedly at Harold and Meredith. It's squawking at you. Uh, Harold, did that raven just squawk at us? Um, yes, I think so. I imagine it has some sort of message for uh, either one or both of us. Uh, it holds out its its foot with the, the message um, canister attached to it. Can can I reach? Or is this a Harold job? Uh, if you if you make a motion towards it, it'll hop down to you. Oh, yes. Okay, so Meredith is going to untie the, um, the letter mm-hmm. and read it. It says that uh, the client, Frederick Rathmore, would like to meet you to discuss the mission. And there is an address... Uh, that will be in Silverstone. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to hand the note to Harold and say, hey, we've got a lead on that job for the um, for the guild. Harold, you will recognize that mm. name. Ra- not, not necessarily like Frederick is a little familiar, but Rathmore is a mm. name of a like an up and coming noble family. Um, right. That you're, that you like, you, you're not entirely sure where it fits in your mind, but it's definitely mm-hmm. like your family has had some interaction with their family, and you would know them to be like mm. new money, like they are, they are new wealth that has come into the city. Um, mm-hmm. And if you do a history check for me, I can give you some more information. Oh, I have a plus four to history. Nerd. Ooh, I got a nine, though. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. okay, no, sorry, nothing more. What's the job? Um, while Harold's doing that and kind of reading through and, like, thinking about the name, because it sounds familiar, um, Meredith is just going to turn to Potentia and fill her in and just say, um, we got a job from... We got a job from the Guild. Uh, apparently there's some books that have been stolen. We were just waiting for some information about who we had to go and see. Did you want to come with us? You'd be very welcome. Uh, I mean, um, it sounds like if you have a meeting, then you're meeting with someone who's only expecting the two of you, though, no? That's all right. I mean, I don't have anything else to do, and people stealing books does not exactly sit well with me. Um, That's what about, I thought. How, I thought you'd be interested. I'll come, but I, 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 don't know if there's a, I don't know if I'll be any help. Oh, I'm sure you will be. You've been a great help for all of us all the time. I think you'll be fine. <laughs> uh, Potentially 100% does that, like smirk of like thank you for acknowledging me but also like that makes me feel really uncomfortable 
Meredith knows. <laughs> <laughs> Meredith sees through that. There would be like you would have to get a nat one to fail to get that particular yeah. emotion off of pretentious face. <laughs> She like winks and like grins Does shakily at her and then turns to Harold and say, should we go? Should we go now, do you reckon? Hang on, I'm just trying to think how long has the day been thus far? Oh yeah, good point. Uh, so you started quite early. It would not even be lunch yet, I don't think. Okay. Mm. But it, it has felt like maybe a long day. <laughs> cool. Perhaps food might be a choice. I mean, I, I know, yeah, Meredith, you will never say no to something baked, so... Never. I mean, I'm really keen to try some of those um, sausage rolls that I saw at, one, at a bakery just up the road here. I feel like we can um, maybe pick some up on the way through, eat them on the go. Harold, you're very quiet. Is food on your radar right now? I mean... Yes, I mean, it's been a bit of a hectic morning, so um, I think... Uh, I think that's a good idea. Um, yes, and then actually, to be honest, I think it would be a fun distraction to, uh, you know, embark on this this mission. And, you know, it kind of goes back to our roots, doesn't it? Tra- tracking down a book. Yes, it, it, it feels uh, it, it feels like nothing's nothing's really changed in the last month. Back on a back on, I guess, the third, fourth seeking out of books, if we include, of course, Heading down into a sewer after Raffi. Well, I tell you what, if it turns out Raffi is behind this disappearance, I'm going to be extremely angry at him. <laughs> oh, he couldn't do this. He couldn't do this if he tried. He doesn't have his book anymore. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if he accidentally, like, jumped into it, it's a possibility. He does seem to fall into these sorts of things with re- with regular kind of... Monotonous regularity is what I'm trying to say. Oh gosh, which That's we my words. I need food. I need food. Which I mean, he we can't really talk about falling into misadventure, but uh, food first, and then perhaps you can catch me up on what catch me up on a few more of the details you got about this mission quest. Well, unfortunately, thing. that's kind of it. That's kind of all we've got. So, so the client wants to know um, this friend. I feel like guy. this conversation starts to happen as we walk towards sausage rolls yeah, rather than yeah, out yeah. the front Definitely. of the precinct yeah. is kind of what I'm yeah, trying yeah. to do yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So we keep walking. Yeah. Um, and Meredith is looking up at Harold for confirmation and like to jump in at any time as well. So um, she looks at Potentia and says, well, I feel like this is this is really just all we've got. We just need to meet with the client and get some more information about the stolen books. Yeah. Um, yeah. Does the name? Does the, I haven't? She hasn't seen the note yet. So does do you have more information from this bird? The the, the raven has has left now. By the yes. way, yes. No, no. It's that's that was a, that's why it was more generically like burb. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Yes. I mean, uh, I have a name and address. The, the name's vaguely f- familiar. I I feel like my father maybe has had dealings with them before. Um, you know, Silverstone's a fairly, you know, fairly well-to-do suburbs so um it'll be interesting to see uh you know you know normally if if one loses a book it's it's annoying yes but you can purchase another one so i'm curious to see yeah how these books are special in some way Uh, potential's hand immediately goes to her spell book which is on her hips like or in her bag 
as as it sort mm. of always is. It just goes, not all books are quite so easily replaceable, Harold, although that may not be the same for the two of you. Well, yes, hence the curiosity. Mm. Um, she sort of immediately turns to, to Meredith and is like, where was this bakery sausage thing place? I think it's just up the road over here. As she kind of points vaguely, like waves her hand in her direction. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised she's yeah. not steaming on ahead to get sausage rolls at this point. Uh, yes, you will. Um, we'll gloss over the the intricacies of of buying sausage rolls from a bakery. What? Uh, Potential lets Meredith buy what she wants is basically how that goes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Potential gets coffee, will... as per. Okay. As per her, her, as is her way. This is her way. <laughs> um, Harold, what would you pick up from a bakery that specializes in savory goods like pies and and sausage rolls and things? I'm keen for this sausage roll. It's been talked up for the past twenty minutes. <laughs> you know. I've heard they're so good, Harold. There's like flaky pastry and then the sausage inside is like the right kind of um, mix of, of like little bits of vegetables and spices and it's really like moist and delicious and oh, it's buttery. Being from a smaller town, I see that you are a, uh, an expert in the savory, savory baked goods department, Meredith. Oh my goodness, there was this amazing bakery in, in town back in Contour Grove and it was just, it was delightful. It was run by this really old halfling woman and she had all of these like old family recipes that she I never I feel like this conversation like fades, or, like, like we, fade, we fade to black yeah. and then we like, and then we come back in with that conversation still happening as you arrive. Yeah, I'm definitely going to, so I'm definitely different... going to apply an exponential yeah. fade to that. It's just like, Sorry. and then it fades back I up. was like, I need there to, so I need to trigger options. you to keep going. I was like, nope, keep <laughs> More. And then it fades back in as we kind of, um, as as we're walking out of the bakery. And there were so many different options. No, no, like, like I, I think this couple, like you, and... it's, this fades back in as you're arriving outside mm-hmm. this this home. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Meredith is like, and there are blueberries, and there are yep. blackberries, I, and there are strawberries. There was this one <laughs> like fennel, and and it was it was kind of this mix between like pork sausage. Potentially doing that thing where you try and, and interject like, with someone who's on a tear, but just like you can't get in to the she's center. got like a mouthful of flaky pastry and it's like going everywhere but she can't stop talking about these delicious sausages please someone draw me fan art of that moment thank you <laughs> hey it's ben your friendly dungeons and doctorates dm here to remind you once again to follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at dn doctorates and to use the hashtag dn doctorates when you talk about the show Thank you so much to everybody who's been tweeting about the show and talking about it on social media. Really appreciate that. If I see you doing it on Twitter, I might use your name for an NPC. I'm always looking for NPC names. And if you use the hashtag DNDoctorates when you talk about the show, I'll definitely see that post and maybe I'll use your name for an NPC. Wouldn't that be cool? There's no mid-show message this episode. If you would like one of us to read out a message on the show as ourselves or as a character, 
perhaps you would like a message from Gore. You can find the link to that via our link tree on all our social media or on our website dndoctorates.com. Just fill out our Google form, it's absolutely free and then you can have one of us deliver a message for you. Did you know we have merch? That's right, you can get a shirt or a mug or a bag or whatever with our logo on it and some other cool designs which you can definitely check out at merch.dndoctorates.com. Keep sending in those questions for the common room. We're going to be recording a common room for our one year anniversary. Uh, send in any questions you like on Linktree and uh, again on our website, dndoctorates.com. The next episode's coming out the 5th of August. I'm not going to hold us up any longer. We'll get back to this episode right now. We will fade back in outside the Rathmore home, which is a nice estate. It has a small garden out the front um, with nice fencing around it. Um, in the city, this is quite a good home. It's not up in the King's Quarter where Harold's family is is located, um, where they have larger estates, but it's, it's, it's a nice place. So Meredith is still talking about baked goods. Um, and she had this one that was like lemon, um, with like a lemon drizzle, but she put like basil in it, chopped basil, which you wouldn't think would work, but oh my goodness, it was delicious. Oh man, my mouth is salivating, like just thinking about it. And there, there was this one that had blueberries and apple in it as well. I mean, it was just incredible. Like seasonally, she had all these different things that kind of kept on kind of poking in it like every now and then. She'd change her recipes and oh, so Chance good. going to turn to Harold and, just, and be like, are we... Are we where we need to be? I mean, it was just wonderful. There was all these like fennel kind of delicious sort of spices and things. Um, and, yes, like, this is the I place, just... I believe. Okay. Should I stop her? As in pointing at Meredith being like, do I need to stop her on this? Oh, hang on. Are we here? <laughs> yes. Uh, we've, we've been in here for actually over a minute, but. Um... <laughs> oh, gosh, that time flew, didn't it? Yes, it was yes, well, very helpful to distract us on our walk, Meredith. Well, you know me. I'm always here to help. Uh, I suppose we should knock. Yeah, is there a doorbell, Ben? There would be a, a knocker. It won't be a, a doorbell. Electricity hasn't really been invented yet. No, but like you can have pulley systems and like a... Yeah, like oh, like, a true, have, like, like a true hectic, bell pull, like, like <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, they were like there was definitely a Downton Abbey type stuff. Mm, so yes. so, they are so cool too. Like if you actually look at them, they're very mm. the, the like the way they were constructed. I've been looking too much into them lately. Anyway, not the point. <laughs> uh, yes. So you pull the 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 bell. Pull the lever, Kronk. Wrong lever. Sorry, continue. <laughs> and uh, the door we opened in short order by a very large uh, butler, dressed in you know his his suit, but he is he he's big. He's like yeah, big boy. He's seven feet. He's seven feet tall, and he'd have to turn sideways to step through this door if he had to. So Meredith is like cranked his neck all the way back, and she's like, "Hello." We're here to see Frederick. We're from the we're from the Guild of Adventurers. I believe he's expecting us. Is Do it Frederick? Do you have some kind of identification? Oh yes, yes we do. We and um, she pulls out her 
little monastic guild, guild stamp. Yeah. Very good. Please come in to the foyer. I will find the master. Thank you. And he will uh, bring you into this marble floored foyer. So Meredith is just kind of looking around with her jaw hanging open and she's like, whoa, this kind of looks a bit like your house, Harold. I say, how modern is this foyer in comparison to A, Harold's or B, anything Potentia might have been in before? Uh, this is probably... Because it's new, their new money. Well, I don't know that, but yeah. like you said that they're new money, mm. so... Yeah, this is uh, a much more modern home, but it definitely has that kind of like old... Like they're trying to replicate the the, the mm. look of more established families, um, so yeah, it's like a right. modern mansion type home. It's um, a mansion. Yeah, there's like a, a sweeping staircase that goes upstairs. Uh, there are multiple rooms leading off from this this area. Um, Harold, you will spot. There's a little girl. She's probably maybe eight or so, mm. uh, and she is like hiding, kind of off down the corridor behind um, a doorway frame. She's just kind of like peering out, looking at you. And she's holding this incredibly fluffy house griffin, like under the arms. And it's it's just dangling there in front of her, looking very unceremoniously, like unhappy about the situation, but very resigned <laughs> to like, this is my life. Are there any um, like ornamental flowers or... Oh yeah, def- uh, there are definitely gross f- fresh flowers here as well. So like, I'll catch I'll catch the girl's eye, and then I'll druid craft, and um, like a floral bloom will just like appear on like you know like basically just whatever was there before. Now it's just like I feel like five times more. There's just mm-hmm. flowers, and mm-hmm. you know like like or like ornate like vines, you know, in like curls and like helices and stuff. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to do that like kooky uncle thing of like sleight of hand magic, except actual magic? Yeah. <laughs> uh, she will gasp and then like pull that house griffin up closer to her. Uh, I'd like to hide her expression. And uh, coming from a different door on the bottom floor here will be a man dressed in a suit. He is Harold. You probably guess he would be. Roughly the same age as Archibald, your oldest brother. Mm. And he comes out to the, the the foyer and sees the three of you. Looks at all of you. Spots you, Harold. Steps forward, hand out. Hello, you must be Harold. It's good to see... Good to see you again. Yes, again. we've... Uh actually come on behalf of the uh the adventurers guild i i hear you have uh some missing property yes yes when i when i found out that old archie's brother was in the adventurers guild i i had to call you in especially myself normally i would be handling this anonymously for such a sensitive matter but couldn't couldn't pass up the chance. Can I roll to see if he's as much of a pretentious bag as I think he is? Because right now, I don't like him. You can definitely roll an insight. Do not approve. <laughs> 18. Oh, yeah. Yes, well, I, I understand that um, 
you know, discretion is is important. Um, this is Meredith. Uh, she's very capable. Hello. And um, this is Potentia. She's uh, from the Imperium, <laughs> and she's here doing a study. Oh, it's very nice to meet you, Potentia. And she goes. He goes to shake your hand. Um, she's gonna. Ta- she, Meredith she- is like, hi. <laughs> I liked it. I love the way Harold introduces people. Um, yeah. no. Meredith is capable. Potentia's from the Imperium. Uh, Potentia's going to do the absolute bare minimum handshake. Like the, this is what mm-hmm. is socially accepted, but I don't really want to touch you right now. Mm-hmm. Can um can Meredith like try and catch Potentia's eye and like roll hers <laughs> dramatically <laughs> behind this guy's back? <laughs> I'm sorry, we are standing here in the foyer. Please, let's let's go to my study. And we can talk properly. And as he turns around, he sees the little girl. Isabel, stop bothering these people and, and go go play with, with mother or something. And uh, don't carry that house griffin like that. It's not a toy. And uh, Isabel stamps her foot and says, She's not a house griffin. She's my baby. And her name is Miss Fluffybutt. And she storms out of the, the hallway into a room. <laughs> Potentia doesn't like, has, has decided basically she doesn't like this guy. Didn't like him before. Definitely doesn't like him based on how he treats his sister. <laughs> nope. Please, nope, uh, this nope, way. Nope. And he will lead you into uh, a room. There is a very nicely crafted... A wooden desk, which is currently covered with papers, and uh, he, as he walks in, he will close what will be like a large uh, leather ta- leather-bound tome, um, which Harold, with your excellent perception, would be you'd spot as he closed it, um, like a bookkeeping, like records, uh, financial mm. kind of doc, like a ledger. Uh, and as brings you all in. Uh, can I get you a drink? I, I suppose it's past noon. Would brandy be fine? Um, honestly, I, I, I just a tea for me would be great. Uh, yeah, yes, same here. Course. Sure, sure. Uh, and he rings a bell on his desk and that large man walks in. Yes, sir, what can I do for you? Uh, can I please have a pot of tea and... Some some mugs and things, please. Yes, sir. I will bring them as soon as possible. And he leaves. Meredith calls after him. Thank you. Well, and he he, he leans on his desk to think that Archie's youngest brother would be a, an adventurer now. Uh, it's, I don't think I've seen you since I was back in school. At this point, Howard has, has realized, yeah. How would you be like? Yeah, obviously, one of Archie's irritating. Prob- I imagine, I was going to say friend, but probably from what I'm reading of this guy, the kind of person who just follows around people who are powerful, hoping to be part of the clique. Uh, <laughs> um, yes, well, you know, um, I suppose I take after my uncle a little. Um but uh, I hear you're missing some bucks. I must say, I, I'm rather curious. You know, most people would just replace such a thing. You know, there are plenty of stores around that 
can do such a thing, but these must be special to you in some way, or sensitive, perhaps? Ah, yes. Good. Right to business. Okay. Um, Well, the thing is, these books are... Well, they're sort of family heirlooms, in a way. Um... As my, my father has passed away and I am now the man of the house, I need to make sure that everything is is maintained and the finances are looked after. And uh, these books are worth quite a bit. Uh, sentimental value, but also financial value. That would be ooh, quite a miss if I don't get them back. You will be well compensated. Of course, I am someone who believes that payment is due to those who who work hard. And if you're willing to take up this job, I will be willing to provide a forward payment with the final amount of payment upon completion. The total payment for this job will be 1000 gold pieces. Is that acceptable? Can Meredith, it just kind of looks stunned for a second and like you can see her eyes widen because she's never heard of that amount of gold right like and she just kind of looks between the two and just nods wordlessly Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah harold would definitely have noticed that yes i mean um that's yes that's more than fair these books must be very important to you i mean that's that is a a princely sum for for such work Yes. Well, discretion is going to be important. I I would not want these books to fall into the wrong hands, or some people might think these books are unbecoming of a a family like mine. They're, They're books that father had from the old kingdoms, so I'm sure you might understand. What kind of books are we talking about? I have a list here, and he he goes to hand you a list, but then stops and says, "Do we have an agreement?" Yes. No. Uh, I. I mean, I'm happy. Uh, are the two of you happy to proceed? It's not up to me. Meredith is like nodding. Yes. 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 Good. Uh, with the acceptance of this job, I will be providing, um, let's say, three hundred gold start as a retainer. And he hands you the list. There are three books on this list. Each of them catches your eye, Harold. The first book is The Five Laws of Necro Warfare. Mm-hmm. The second book is Sia Ganal's G-N-A-R apostrophe S. Sia Ganal's Infernal Calamities. Mm-hmm. And the final book is Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll get you to roll a history check. 18. There is something very familiar <laughs> about the name Van Richten. Mm. Something maybe from one of your hero- your um, adventurer periodicals. Yeah. Can Meredith um, do a bit of an investigation? Joe has no idea what you've done. <laughs> Joe has no idea what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> How far back in history is like the, like Van Richten wouldn't be a, would they be a contemporary in this? 
So they would be a name that you would recognize both historically and contemporary. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, but I don't know if you would necessarily know what Ravenloft is. No. Can Meredith roll a history check? Uh, you haven't seen the list history. yet. You haven't seen the yeah, list, the, uh, the list right. yet. But when you see the list or when Harold tells you, then I'll let you roll. Cool. They were stolen from the library here. If you'd like to begin your investigation. Yes. Can um can Meredith, Meredith just like grab the list from Harold and have a look at it? Yeah. Cool. I'm going to roll a history check. Mm-hmm. So I just want to roll a history check. That is a dirty 20. Okay. I'm going like, to roll history checks on each of these books. Okay. Which of the which was the dirty twenty four? Uh the first one on the list. The five laws of necro warfare. Mm-hmm. Okay. She also you can see that her shoulders kind of tighten a little bit as she reads that first one as well, and she takes a deep breath. Um, you would know with a dirty twenty that the, the laws of necro warfare were established by two necromancers named uh, Gisa and Garolf Sasani. Mm-hmm. Do you want to roll for uh, the oh, yep. Seer Ganal's Infernal Calamities? Oofed. 26. Okay. Um, Seer Ganal is a prophet who uh-huh. uh, saw, vision, saw visions of the future. And the Infernal Calamities was a book they wrote after communing with demons and devils. Right. And the last one... I go 17. You would maybe have heard of Van Richten. You would know that he is a... He is more than a monster slayer. He's a Mm -hmm. monster killer. Right. But that's all you really know about him. Okay. So these are pretty dangerous books. They aren't like children's books, that's for sure. Yeah. Can I grab the list? Oh, can I have a look over Meredith's shoulder at the list, actually? Um, yeah. because that would not be difficult for me to do. Um, mm-hmm. and just, <laughs> hey! I just want to, I don't want to like look in depth into what historically I know, but more whether these are books I would be familiar with from home rather than from like having mm. read them or knowing anything about them. But are they books that I'm like, Oh, I recognize these books as opposed to, Oh, I know anything about these books. Does that make sense as a difference? I think you, uh, give me a history check. You know what? In any other circumstance other than what I just rolled, that would have been a great roll because I got a plus six to history, but I rolled a one. So Ah. I don't get jack. (laughs) Well, one isn't necessarily a fail automatically. Mm, It's a one. I'm going to say that you've heard about books on necro warfare back from the Imperial Library. Okay. In, in like, a section that you never probably visited. Yeah, you're like, not going into that section. You, no. you, you know, yeah. Probably your your tutor gave you a, a tour. I was actually more specifically, rather than, like, the Imperial Library, Imperium Library or anything, I was more thinking about at my house. That's why I was asking the question the way I was, because mm-hmm. it was, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, none of these would probably be at your home, but you, you've definitely Good. heard of them in the Imperium Library. Okay. Would you like to, to see the the library where they were taken from? Uh, yes, please. Um, it's it's. I mean, do you suspect somebody broke in here or? Definitely. 
Okay. Why are you so definite? We have some magical warding around the premises to detect intruders. And it detected some intruders, uh, but we have not been able to find out who they are or where they've gone. Hmm. Hence, we have summoned at you. How long ago was this? Well, these were stolen only a few days ago. Has anybody touched the library since? I had made sure that the room was sealed and unless someone has snuck in after I ordered the room sealed, I don't think so. Okay. Well, let's go have a look. <laughs> <laughs>